Hey, it's Kevin here. Do you ever get clients that come to you trying to negotiate with you on your proposals? So they're either trying to ask you for a discount on your price or the minimum terms that you have or the scope of the work that you do. And how do you address that? So recently this happened to me. Uh, someone was coming and asking to do business with me and uh, you know my programs either have a four or six month minimum. Some of them are just month to month, but the ones that have a four or six month minimum are really built that way so that frankly, so that I can get a result for them in a meaningful amount of time. It holds us both accountable to a, a timeline that's reasonable where we can start seeing real results um, other than some flash in the pan kind of quick wins. <clears throat> so that's why I kind of keep a minimum, mostly because it sets expectations, but also because there's a, usually there's a lot of upfront work in the first couple months and then it starts to pay off for both of us, you know, months two, three, four, five, and six. So if you ever have someone come to you and they go, you know, I just want this to be cheaper or I just want the, I'm not going to commit to more than a month at a time, or um, I'd like you to pluck this out of the scope or add something into the scope. There's two ways you can look at it. One, you can look at it as a red flag, and I try not to go there, but sometimes it depends on the tone and it depends on the nature of the request. But sometimes it is a, you know, if there's, you know, if someone's just like, can you do this? Like I had a client, for example, ask me if I could do this in Canadian dollars as opposed to US dollars. And I'm like, that, that basically equates to a 30% discount. So I can do it in U.S. dollars, but I would have to add a premium of roughly 30% to make up for the cost. So that was a case where I would kind of consider that a bit of a red flag because they're really just, frankly, asking for a discount. And uh, and and usually when they're price sensitive or they're not results oriented or they treat you like a commodity, that's when you typically run into problems when you're kind of an interchangeable you know partnership uh, or an interchangeable supplier. Um, you know, I've I've worked with clients over and over over the years and many of them have um, been through many many consultants freelancers agencies prior to me and usually my job then is you know if they if they feel like if I feel like they're bringing in baggage from past experiences I try to reset the game I try to reset the conversation I try to say you know what was it about them that that didn't work out you know what do you think will be different this time what would a home run look like uh, what are you most concerned about what are the biggest challenges to getting the results that you want and some of those kind of questions and then really just pivoting the whole conversation around okay what result are you trying to get what what does success look like and then is it based in reality because some people will have a new business and plans to grow it multiple millions of dollars within a couple of years frankly it's probably not possible um, so going in with a mismatch of expectations which is why earlier on i don't know what episode it was i was like focus on the goals that your clients are trying to achieve and the outcomes that they're trying to achieve, not on the task that you're going to do or the work that you're going to deliver. So I try to have that conversation and then I try to work backwards and I'd say, okay, um, so that's the goal you're trying to accomplish. That is realistic, but probably not in the time zones you're looking for unless you made dramatic efforts. And I'm happy to support you on that, but you know, be, be aware that usually this, this is not turnkey. It's not just turn on ads and then you have a, a multi-million dollar business. If it were that easy, everyone would be doing it. So when clients come to you and immediately or in the first initial sales conversation or at some point in the, the process, they're asking you for just a price discount, but they're not really making concessions on the work that they'd expect you to do. You know, it's, it's really up to you to manage that. It's not that they're necessarily going to be a bad client. I've had clients come with red flags that I've been able to overcome through managed expectations up front, and it's gone on to be a profitable relationship for both of us. But it does require you to kind of nip that in the bud and say, okay, you know, maybe I'm willing to come down on my on my price, uh, I, but I'd have to do a custom proposal for you and we'd have to figure out what 
what scope you're willing to drop off. And then we'd have to look at it and evaluate whether that's going to still get you the result you're looking for. So it's one thing for the clients to be like, you know, I, just take this line item off and can you drop the price a bit? But if that line item is essential for you to get a result, then then you're not doing them a service and you're not doing yourself a service. So never discount without removing something from the scope. And if, you, if you're like me and you have a productized service, basically it, it is it is what the service is. That's something I've done over and over again. I've, I've created a repeatable sort of a framework for getting a result. And if clients want a discount or they want um, to remove something from the scope, I'll, I'll change gears into a custom project. And then typically that custom project, even though scope might be removed, uh, it's going to be expensive. Like there's not much price that's going to be removed because now we're doing something custom and, and it's uncertain and I have to bank for that and, and allow and plan for that in my proposal. So that's kind of one thing about, about price when it comes to minimum terms, I had a client not too long ago ask me about, you know, would I be willing to just go month to month right off the bat? And I said, well, we can explore that conversation when the time comes. Um, but just so you're aware the price is based on a six month commitment. And if, you know, if you want to go month to month, then I would, I would, you know, the price would have to kind of be changed accordingly. So let's say it was $3,000 a month, I would probably make it, you know, $35,000, $4,000 a month because there's a lot of value up front. You know, I make a lot of introductions to people. I do a lot of strategic work. I do a bit of auditing, you know, and then there's the onboarding, just the, the frankly, the labor of onboarding a client, understanding their business, going through those onboarding processes. And then typically I give them a bunch of resources to get started with right away. So they get a fair amount of value right off the bat which is the most important thing, but it also costs me quite a bit. So, you know, I, I just won't come down on my minimum terms unless it's a custom project and or I charge significantly more. But even then, I the question is then, well, if you're thinking month to month, then are you expecting me to get an immediate ROI in month number one? Because if so, or month number two, or even month number three, because if so, that's maybe not realistic. Marketing is not sales. It's not direct outreach. It's not you know, it's not advertising. Marketing is about positioning. It's about strategy. It's about understanding your target market, figuring out what the opportunities are, how to be unique and differentiated in the market, what your messaging is going to be, a whole gamut of things. And if people are thinking short term, then you're then they're constantly going to be watching the needle. It's like it's like having a, an investment portfolio and you're expecting your, your wealth manager to produce, you know, annual 10% increases in the first two or three months, it's just not realistic. So that frame of thinking doesn't really work. So I typically see that as a red flag only in the sense that it's not that the client is a, a bad person or they're trying to be cheap or anything like that, more so that their head is not in the right place. And I either have to do a ton of educating or, um, or work with them to come up with something that's more realistic and more aligned with their goals. Because at the end of the day, and I think this is where a lot of people forget. And you know, I, I emphasize this like crazy in the past and I'm emphasizing it again. If you don't focus on the goals, you don't know what success looks like and you don't know how to build a marketing program that's going to get you to whatever that goal is going to be. So some people, usually people have aggressive sales targets and it's your job to be like, yeah, that's realistic, but over this time horizon or with this amount of investment. And right now I don't see either of those things. I either don't see enough internal resources on your end, the client's end, or I don't see enough money that we can put towards this or, um, or frankly, even if we had unlimited time and money, it's probably not going to be possible in this in this time period, regardless of what you do. Although, hey, I'm willing to give it the, you know an honest try, and if you're willing to um, to go with me on that path, I think we can move the needle and get you closer, which will be which will still be valuable to you. And I'm, you know, I can price it based on that value. Um, so that's that's kind of how I look at it when clients are trying to negotiate with me in terms of scope, price, or minimum terms. Um, 
it's usually then a custom project. And even then I always reframe by looking at the goals and, uh, yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. So, um, those are sort of my takeaways. If, you know, I like productized services, you know, if people want to negotiate with you, the one thing I will say though, because I am a product productized service oriented consultant is if you're doing custom proposals, ideally you'd come to the, the, the price ranges and the, um, the, the scope and kind of come to terms verbally on a call. So this would range from you know, three to $10,000. We can come to a solution on this and then give you a few different plans that are within that realm or range. Does that, does that work for you? And then if the client says, yes, great. Now you can give them a proposal that's ranging from that to that. And your proposal might be like, here's the lightweight version. It's going to take you a bit longer, but you can basically say, call me anytime and I'll answer any questions you have. The middle version is we'll do weekly calls. I'll give you homework. We'll do a deep dive audit, whatever else, you know, access to my network and suppliers. This is kind of like what I do, but that might be your middle tier. And then the third tier might be, Hey, we'll just do it all for you. It's expensive, but we'll drop in. We'll do it. And it'll take you know not that much time. It won't take your time. How much is your time worth? Um, but then there's some other, you know, some other benefit or trade-off depending on what the, the service is and that's the high tier. And yeah, that's pretty much how I would price a custom, uh, engagement, but you definitely want to have those terms figured out before you send the proposal. Otherwise clients are going to be in for sticker shock and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, you don't have to have all the, all the answers, but you definitely want to, um, have, you know, a good clear range roughly from this to this, it's going to look something like this. And even spot check and say, would you like, you know, how important is, is done for you versus, uh, you know, strategic advisory? And is there a blend? Would you like something in the middle? Cause I can kind of give you a few options, but it depends on sort of what flavor you're actually looking for. So I try to get as much information as I can, uh, and have a ballpark range. And then all that is price anchored against either the goal or the cost of say hiring an in-house you know manager or, or in-house employee to do the job for you, as well as the risks and the onboarding time. And then, um, you know, hiring someone, for six months isn't usually possible, but you might be able to hire a consultant that gets you there. Uh, and then you can phase out of the engagement with the consultant, but now you have the whole infrastructure set up without needing to hire an expensive executive on perpetuity on your payroll. So there's a whole bunch of factors there, but that's how I value price things. Um, when I was first getting into this fractional CMO, I would value price against, um, against the, the price of a, an in-house marketing like executive, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year plus at the time. And I was like, you can either hire that person or I can basically, you know, fill that strategic role for you and get you, you know, get you the same benefits for a fraction of the cost. You don't need a full-time executive at that role right now. You're a smaller business. You can hire, you know, a junior marketing person to execute on the strategies, yada, yada, yada. But this price at $4,000 is a fraction of the hundred thousand dollars a year you'd pay you know, $4,000 a month, it would be a fraction of the $100,000 a year you'd pay on an employee. So there's, that's, there's multiple kinds of, of price anchoring. Anyway, I hope that all kind of helps, but really it's just about when clients try to negotiate you with you, what are you going to do to, to navigate that? And just frankly, I just won't accept a straight up discount without a, a significant removal of scope or a reduction of terms without an increase in price. And even then I may not even include it, or I'll have to work really hard to really manage expectations that look, nothing's going to happen before four months. Also, if you're not satisfied within 30 days um, or 60 days, whatever policy you want to have, you can, you're welcome to take your money back and, and move in your own direction. So it's kind of risk-free for you. So hope that all helps. Um, here's what you do when clients try to negotiate with you on your proposals. All right. Thanks a lot. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye for now.